Hey guys, we're the Homegirls. My name's Jillian. My name is Sharon. And I'm Fatima. Welcome to our podcast where we help you navigate your life the Homegirls way. We're three young women in real estate looking to take this industry by storm. And don't worry, this is not just another real estate podcast. We're going to be talking about life, love, play, work, and everything in between. So thanks for tuning in to our first episode. We're hoping that we just give all of our viewers and listeners the opportunity to get to know who we are, where we're coming from, and where we're hoping to be. So let's dive right in. All right, let's talk about early life. Oh my god, like what do you want to know? Like... (laughs) Wild. I want to know all your dirty secrets. <laughs> oh God, you know that is a ton. Um, yeah, no, like I feel like I had like your classic childhood, like parents divorced at two, moved around every year, had uh, siblings from hell. Oh boy, <laughs> love them now. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> yeah. right? love them now. Like they're great now. But um, yeah, like from from the hop, like just uh, a little bit of like hecticness and craziness. Like, what about you guys? Well, I don't know where to begin, so maybe Fatima, your oldest, let's start there. Let's see. I think a little bit kind of like you, Jill. Yeah. Siblings from hell, us being four <laughs> kids, and yeah. then fifth one being born when I was 13. Um, yeah, she was a second mom. Essentially. essentially yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that was crazy. Um, but yeah, just like big family vibes. Yeah. Lots of lots of fighting between us as siblings, but also lots of me- good memories and a lot of having love. kind of best friends right within our family. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I remember, like, you know, like my siblings and I getting in the biggest fights. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, right? I remember like specifically always falling off my brother's bunk bed. He <laughs> had his own fucking room. Like, he lived, like, by himself. Me and my twin sister shared. But he had a bunk bed. Like, God knows why. And I remember, like, my siblings repeatedly, we would always, like, push each other off the top bunk. And we'd fall oh, on our backs. We'd get so oh, my God. Excited. Like, just get the wind knocked out of you. I feel like I haven't had that since I was, like, eight. Going, I feel like who didn't have experiences like that with bunk beds? I remember my l- brother, he's older than me, but I almost said little because he always feels younger than me. <laughs> he was obsessed with WWE and oh my God. flew off this top bunk on right purpose. onto my foot and broke my pinky toe oh my, oh my who god. breaks their pinky toe oh my god you probably have to wear a boot walking i did around, <laughs> i had a full cast all the way up to my knee oh you my god that's crazy speaking of bunk beds i actually had one it was one of my first beds i used to share with my little brother we shared a room at the time and i remember i was sleeping at the top so i was like a year older so i was like this is mine <laughs> i live at the top and you know what every morning for like the first couple weeks i would fall off of the bed i'm not even joking oh i don't know why i wasn't injured but just wake up and i roll out of bed and i'm like on the ground i wake up on the ground half the time i don't know why I and your fall didn't wake you night. up no that's the crazy part i was like did like an angel bless me as i like gracefully <laughs> fell oh yeah God. it was so bizarre but so i actually had that like experience too i was like falling off my bunk bed all the time like same thing i had the top bunk and uh for whatever reason like the bunk bed that my mom had gotten us like didn't have like the rails on it so you like literally could just fall right off of it so she ended up having to go out and like buy like one that you could like attach after the fact to like save my life because i was like falling off the bed and eating shit like every night but it was waking me up and i was like oh my god okay at least you woke up i can't imagine eating (laughs) (laughs) oh oh 
my god i remember too like my sister and i had bunk beds for a while and one particular bunk bed we had it was so freaking dope um i always had the top bunk but the top bunk had a slide and then the bottom bunk she had like curtains that is straight out of a movie i like that That it was it was awesome and i remember we had a cat that had kittens and this is like they oh my god those poor things like we would like put them down the slide with us and those i'm sure they were terrified (laughs) traumatized so cute because we were like 10 oh my god um so did you guys have any horrible like school experiences growing up a couple yeah i think i had tons I mean, being immigrants coming to Canada and then the spelling of my name. Oh, my yeah. parents didn't put an I or an E. Pronounced Fatima, but it's not there. Goodness, kids in North America in general are just a totally different breed of children than back home. Yeah. So they just went to town. I mean, my nickname, I was, I turned it actually into a positive and it was my superhero name and it was fat man salami <laughs> that was, oh my was my superhero oh my nickname so yeah at least i was able to twist it but i still remember how cruel kids could be jesus christ honestly that's i can only imagine yeah. we laugh about it now though yeah <laughs> oh god bless what oh about god. you guys um i remember this like one this one girl i went to school with like I don't know. It was, like, one of those, like, things where it was, like, so hot and cold. Like, she was, like, best friends. And then we were in some massive fight. And, like, I never had any idea what was going on. But I remember, like, probably, like, the worst altercation of my youth. (laughs) Okay, yeah. It's very poetic here. (laughs) She was, like, one of those girls who was so hot and cold. Like, one day we're best friends. The next day, like, we hate each other. And I was, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm so toxic, right? Like, from, like, such a young age. And I remember, like, she borrowed something of mine. Oh. Um, like, like a top or a sweater or something. And uh, at school one day, I was like, oh, hey, like, do you still have that? She's like, yeah, for sure. And I'm like, can you please just, like, bring it to school for me tomorrow? And she's like, okay, yeah. And she, like, turns around and walks away. And this other girl that I was with, her name's Emily, um, calls this girl a bitch <laughs> for no fucking reason. Like, they had, like, major beef, like, for no reason. Like, we're, like, nine. And this girl, um, like my friend, turns around and slaps me in the face, thinking that I was the one who oh, said it to no. her, not realizing it was my friend. And she starts like swearing at me. She's like, who do you think you are? I'm like, dude, we're like nine or ten right now. Like, this is <laughs> a little much not for okay. me. Um, and she slaps me again. So I punched her in the fucking head. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got in like this massive fight. Oh, my God. And I remember like we got sent to the principal's office and literally like i kid you not the principal's solution was to like make us walk back to class together holding hands oh my god that's the <laughs> that best is... i love that i can imagine being having all this pent-up anger from the yeah. situation and then having to hold hands yeah and like my biggest frenemy just punched me in the face <laughs> and i have to hold her hand now like that's how you're fixing conflict with oh like 10 year olds like so it was, was he like oh why are you guys acting like this? You're supposed to be friends, that type of situation. Yeah, like, basically. They're like, oh, my God, we know you guys are friends. I'm like, well, she just punched me in the face. And she's like, well, you call me a bitch. I'm like, uh, Emily called you a bitch. Like, <laughs> not Jillian. <laughs> like, I was not involved. And, like, you you dragged me into that. Like, she was crazy. I mean, she was she, she was a hoot, you know? <laughs> but she was Did crazy. you guys end up making up? 
I feel like for like the rest of the school year, like we were in class together, but Just civil. Yeah, I haven't seen her in ages. Shout out to Emily. <laughs> Honestly. Just, yeah. Yeah. Living it up out there. Emily's a bad bitch. So well, speaking of like best friends or friends, acquaintances, I guess, in your situation. Um, and like bad experiences in school. Like I had a girl, I was at least I thought I was best friends with her, not naming any names. Um, but she would like steal guys that I had crushes on. She would actually steal my stuff, my books. Um, she would break into my locker and steal my stuff. It was really bizarre. That's psycho. And my mom even warned her about, warned me about her. And, you know, moms always know best. And even as a child, like, when your mom tells you that stuff, you're like, no, mom, that's my best friend. Leave me alone. Like, you don't register that stuff. Yeah. Until you go home crying after they stole your fucking DS. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Your DS? Yeah. Your DS? Yeah. She stole all my stuff out of my locker, stealing stuff like left and right back then that was devastating in like grade six that was you had some a locker wild stuff. in grade six yeah you didn't where did no. you go to school yeah. i went to clarksdale oh, did you have a fucking cubby were you in yeah grade- so okay was so it kindergarten and grade eight it was kindergarten and grade okay. six and then i went to a different school for grade seven and eight but the school i went to for seven and eight was like kindergarten to eight and only the seven and eights had lockers interesting okay. yeah well, you know what we were a kindergarten to grade eight school as well but we had lockers like mine was know. just like a regular middle school six to eight. Oh yeah oh i God. actually went to one of those as well it was quite interesting yeah so like those were really common in ottawa like where like because my ex like same thing and i was like what the fuck like that's so weird so did any of you guys work while you were in high school yes yeah definitely yeah like since actually this summer before grade nine i got my first job because everybody had a phone everyone was texting i felt so left out and my family was like no we're not buying you a phone you have to fucking work for it so i was like okay you know what i think it was one of the greatest decisions i ever made even though it was for like such a superficial reason for to be able to afford a phone because i learned so many life skills and i don't know where i would be today if i had not worked all these jobs since i was 14 basically um and safe to say my first job was quite interesting especially working throughout high school but um I definitely think it was quite gratifying. I learned so much. I went through a lot and I feel like it toughened me up as a person. For sure. I'm right there with you. I also got my first job summer of grade nine. So I can totally resonate like working from that age. And also while you're in high school, I mean, a lot of your friends were either work really minimal hours or don't work at all. I actually had full time hours since grade 11. So... It just toughens you up. You see the world differently, like almost instantly, not even waiting until you're 18, 19, sometimes until your 20s. Uh, and then also having a lot of crazy stories. I think oh we can all agree on that. Yeah, we'll <laughs> save that for another episode, guys. Stay tuned. We have <laughs> lots of crazy stories, right? Yeah. It's well, insane. Like, we all started off in like customer service too, yeah. right? Like yeah. my first job was at McDonald's. and like Me too. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Mine was at uh, Swiss Chalet. My brother was actually my manager. Fun story. <laughs> I hate that. I did work with um, my older brother and my twin sister. It's uh, cute. At my first job. The whole family. Yeah. yeah whole actually worked family. with my little brother, too. It's kind of a little bit of a family affair, which was yeah. pretty cute. We would all yeah. get in the car together and go home together at night. It was super cute. I remember, like, being in the career room with my siblings, like, usually my sister, and, like, waiting around for my mom to come get us. And, like, 
It'd be an hour and a half after my shift. She'd be like, oh, my God, I'm at an open house. I'm at, I'm at a showing. I'm doing an offer presentation. I'm like, I'll be there soon. I'm like, girl, like, come get your children. We're like 14. <laughs> <laughs> like every single time. Like, oh, my God, it was so funny. Crew Room Chronicles. That's yeah. what you should have called it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second, what's a crew, 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 Because, but like, it's a McDonald's thing, I yeah. guess. Like, I wasn't part of the club. Sounds like a freaking cult. Yeah, literally. It's where you, all the, all the cool employees hang out. Okay, sure. I don't know about that. Swiss Chalet was pretty cool. I stayed there for like quite a long time. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Working at a restaurant, especially as your first job, you get fat. Oh <laughs> yeah. I got egg yeah. in like 15 yeah. pounds yeah. working at McDonald's. 50% yeah. off. A McDouble or a junior chicken really? at that time came to 50 cents. That's I wild. Was, I was swallowing I was. them. It is high school too. <laughs> it's so like, yeah. Sca- it's like detrimental yeah like, like gaining weight at that age yeah like i like literally oh my god i remember my mom was always like oh my god jill you're so fucking fat and like girl like get out of my pants no. size, please. Like, <laughs> but like i i like i remember being like that bitch right <laughs> right looking in the mirror you she's it, like sometimes they're right you're like yelling at your mom you're like you don't know what you're talking about you go in the mirror you're like wait she's right <laughs> i'm like oh yeah i can like i definitely went up a pant yeah. size like yeah, and you're like, at your skinniest too and you're yeah. like look at all this fat and you're like trying to pinch your skin oh my god if i could go back to like when i was like 16 and thought i was fat honestly yeah but realistically so couldn't we all honestly the body image we had at that age is just ridiculous but yeah and it i think it's so much more worse for kids these days yeah, with like with social, social media, media and everything like that have you guys seen that documentary i think it was called um it just flew over my head but it pretty much talks about uh the negative aspects of like social media and how they track Mm -hmm. you and how they put all these things in front of you and it affects your mental health and your your image of yourself yeah i wish i could remember the name of the documentary yeah i haven't seen that shit but like i 100 percent believe that like literally having an influx of information 24 7 an influx of like what celebrities are doing like oh my life looks so cool and like that's the thing you don't see people's real lives yes. yeah right you're seeing like the best version of it and then you're getting like fomo and you're like oh, oh i'm gosh, not doing yeah. cool things i'm not as rich like whatever yeah. i'm not as good looking blah 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 even though everyone's face tuned to fucking hell yeah and it's just like creating all these issues for so many different people like viewing things and like feeling like that's reality and like they're missing out but it's like such a misconception yeah and i mean even just thinking about it i only got social media recently so i i mean i used to have it before and then i cut out cold turkey and didn't have it for years i mean over like almost five years or even close to six um and then going yeah and then going back on it and it was my first time on instagram and just oh my god you scroll it it, 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 <laughs> sorry guys i just Ditto. got talked to um it like customizes that search little search button thing yeah sorry i can't so long um to, for things that you almost sub, like w- want to see but subconsciously don't and then it's just messing with you and then if you're seeing lo- start looking at things that are negative and then everything in your search or everything on your feet is being catered towards that you just go down like a really dark spiral it's interesting because i feel like it's such a huge marketing tactic not only just because it's advertising people and lifestyles but things as well because 
when people feel like they lack something that's kind of where those companies come in and they're like well we have this cream for your lack of skin or a lack of whatever (laughs) well you know what i mean like you feel like you're missing something if you have like acne or you you have like self-image issues or lifestyle like you want to up your lifestyle and feel better about yourself your clothes whatever all i could think about was like (laughs) <laughs> no skin. So I have a special way of describing things. I you hope do. you guys it's enjoy so, it. Yeah. It's so like descriptive and artistic. <laughs> I could listen to it all day. I'm quite the poet, aren't I? <laughs> you really are. You know what though? I do think it speaks to Sharon's point because I think if anyone was to convince you you need more skin, it would be done through Instagram. <laughs> Honestly, oh. it's the most ridiculous things. Like you could have an ad put in front of you that was gravitated towards you, your wants, your needs, or even things that you feel like you lack in and it could be the most ridiculous commercial and you'll still end up making that late night purchase how fucking crazy are the targeted ads on instagram like i remember i used to just like like with my ex-boyfriend i used to just like sit by his phone and just like say words and then he'd be like yeah why am i getting all these advertisements for like engagement rings or like (laughs) like i was gonna ask is that were you like whispering engagement Get yeah, literally. Just, Princess just cut fun. Um, to your phone. I didn't even want to marry this motherfucker, but like I all the time I'd be like, like engagement rings. Listen, engagement she's the queen rings. of manifesting engagement something, but not fucking following through with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it. I just think it'd be funny. <laughs> like, and we, we, I mean, speaking of stories for more episodes to come. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got yeah. we've got we have about those so things. many. Yeah. There's so much more. There's only so much we can mention in this episode. As you watch more episodes, you're going to be able to learn even more about us. We're going to be focusing on different topics and things like that. And it's going to be awesome. We have so many crazy stories. Facts. Like nothing but stories. Nothing but this week alone. (laughs) Just this week alone for Jillian. Five days with Jillian is like um, like a lifetime for someone else. Like she would put keeping up with Kardashians to shame. The (laughs) amount of juice and drama in her life. never a dull moment and as zero therapist once said always the main character honestly like so like literally a month ago she said this to me i was telling her about my first date with my ex who i dated for like three and a half years we're 19 at the time and uh like our first date like we went on like a skate at the canal i was like visiting a friend in ottawa so romantic and then our (laughs) second date i invited this motherfucker that i had like just met is this the to, same guy? Yeah, okay. Ryan. Let's make sure. Um, <laughs> She's name dropping. Oh, well. <laughs> oh no. That's ah, fine. I'll blur it uh, out. Don't worry. <laughs> you but, didn't hear um, nothing. But yeah, so our first date, like we went skating in the canal. Like he was from Ottawa. I'm from like GTA. Um, and I was visiting a friend at school. Uh, so first date in Ottawa. Second date, I invite this motherfucker to Washington, D.C. with me for a four day oh, vacation. Lord. Oh, my God. And I was telling my therapist like that, like, I was just telling her about, like, the devolution of that relationship, basically. But, um, but she's like, you sound like the main character of a movie. And I was like, you know what, bitch? That's crazy. Literally. All, like, literally, like, my best friends, they always go, oh, we're, like, we're your, like, secondary characters. You're the main character. They introduced me to a party this summer. They were like, <laughs> this is our main character, Jill. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, guys. It's the like, only introduction too much she literally told us and we weren't even phased we're like that's literally facts it's facts 
Well, it's just like, I don't know. I'm just kind of like that person who like walks through life and like, ev- like I'm just so involved in everything for no good goddamn reason. <laughs> just, you find yourself at the right place at the right time I do, always. Yeah, I kind of just, I kind of waltz into it and I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, you but know, it'll be fun. It's wild. Cause you know what? Like even just growing up, I always felt like the total opposite. I felt like I was in the wrong place at the wrong time and so freaking misunderstood. I felt like I was always in the middle of the chaos which is interesting because yeah. that is totally opposite and what's interesting too is we're all cancer yeah so it's yeah. like we have very similar experiences but in such different but special ways yeah like we're all just kind of like on the same wavelength yeah. and like like the vibe is there yeah. and like we're all like probably a little crazy from time yeah. to time oh absolutely very emotional i feel like all of yeah. us oh can yeah from the that. cancer yeah, yeah. yeah. we're very that emotional emotional yeah like I've got, I have like a good cry on the floor, hugging my cat like yeah. once a oh. week. <laughs> once, <laughs> once a week, yeah, I know. I, I actually, funny enough, I was just thinking, I don't cry as much. I mean, I used to always cry, like happy tears, sad tears, in between tears, tears for no but, good yeah. reason. But lately, I mean, I'm, I think I'm even less than once a week, which is just insane because I feel like that's a record that's for a trait that's a trait for me <laughs> always crying no matter what yeah. I I feel the same way I feel like since I mean even the past couple of years I don't know if it has anything to do with the pandemic and just growing so much more because I feel like it has accelerated my growth but just growing up becoming an adult and doing my own thing I feel like I've just realized things aren't as deep as it was before um at least for me personally, I just haven't been crying as much or as upset as much. I've just been, I don't know. It's yeah. just different now. I totally get that. Like, pandemic vibes was, like, literal, like, brutal hell. But I remember, like, going through, like, phases. Like, I'd just, like, cry my eyes out for, like, weeks. And then I'd just be, like, vibing. Like, pretending, like, nothing's happening. Just, like, shoving it all down under Such there. Such a roller coaster, oh, right? Yeah, just... like, literally roller coaster of emotions all the time. Yeah. But I remember, like... I was like, all right, like, let's just squash all these emotions, like, put them away, deal with them later. And I used to kind of do that, but I deal with it, like, once a week or, like, a like, couple times a month or whatever. But, like, I think I went, like, eight months with just, like, no tears, like, no overreacting, just, like, things would happen. I'd be like, cool. Just <laughs> bottle it Brush up. Brush it off. But, like, yeah, bottle it up. And then I had, like, a mental breakdown. Oh, <laughs> Lord. We don't. That, yeah. that's that's what i was yeah, yeah. i, I, I anticip- sense it was going to you were that. anticipating that yeah i mean i don't know what's happening right now and uh maybe that is what's happening with me i'm just like okay let it be i mean i feel like especially now like constantly in a time where things are really changing so so quick and so yeah. fast um or i or i can think positively and think that i'm just a lot better at handling Honestly. all these all these ways now. So. I think it's the latter. I, it's, I think it's, so. it's very easy to think that way, the the more negative aspect. But it's fine to think that way and feel that way. But realistically, we're growing. Yeah. And yeah. we've all been through so much. And of course, I feel like we're learning and growing. And that can be a good thing. <laughs> That's neat. Let's put this yeah, on. Do not disturb fun. real quick. Oh, shit. Are we recording? Yeah. And that right there is because um, we've had some crazy technical issues. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
yeah. you'll hear about so one long. day. It's been awesome. I love yeah. it. Um, I don't know what we're doing to make this happen, but like, let's keep this up. It's um, just the positive energy. Right? It is. It's <laughs> the positive energy. And like, you know what? Like, I feel like, I feel like we're all kind of like in a place where we're like, you know, big adults. Yeah. <laughs> we got like, like responsibilities yeah. and, you know, like shit that actually like matters. And yeah. we, you know, we're all trying to like launch this career and, honestly like an overcrowded business yeah, yeah you know and like an oversaturated i guess would be a better word but like there's you know there's like a billion agents per house in every <laughs> city right now honestly it feels like a bunch of ants swarming over the same little piece of like mango on the ground that's what the real estate <laughs> industry feels like and that's <laughs> just the agents crop. alone like it's yeah. it's crazy yeah like it's like an insanely saturated market and like you know we want to like get into it we're passionate about it but it's like we're all kind of getting this point where it's like how do we hustle how do we stand out yeah you know like how do we make this work for us and like i think that alone like getting into a career where you know you like you're not bringing home a paycheck every two weeks and you are completely reliant on yourself as your own boss to just get the work done like i think it just kind of forces you to get it together yeah and grow up a little bit and like put all like the stupid petty drama aside yeah 100 well, you know what exactly like i think all of that was motivated from all of our shitty jobs growing up 100%. we were so driven i mean there's so many reasons we all got into real estate and we can get into that in another episode but i think it's just so interesting that all of these leadership skills that we learn uh, are built TCP self-sufficient and just our management skills as well it's just all collectively all these skills we learned i feel like we've all experienced it ourselves which kind of made us gravitate towards this career is so interesting and we're all we're all people who like all three of us are people who actually care about others and Mm -hmm. the thing is a lot of people when they get into real estate not to shade anybody or say anything negatively about anybody um you can't solely get into a career just because you want the money um Mm -hmm, that always only lasts for so long i always think of a career and i know we all do as something long term something lifelong and in order to be able to make that into a career you have to genuinely love what you're doing you have to genuinely feel like there's a reason behind what you're doing and our reason is always ultimately helping others achieve their goals achieve their financial freedom um and just being the experts to guide them along the way yeah absolutely like i feel like that's it's like so important right like no matter how much money you're making if you don't love what you're doing you're not going to want to get out of bed in the morning and do it like ultimately like you know like you want to feel fulfilled in what you're doing you want to feel like you're making some kind of impact or like you're enjoying it like you you know i've had like so many freaking jobs that like even though they were dead easy like i could barely drag myself there because i hated it like it was just terrible (laughs) and and you know like even though it was like the easiest job in the world like i had nothing to do and it like paid me well like whatever (laughs) i'm like i can't stand this like and then i've had jobs where i love it and even if it's like more grueling or whatever like there's you know more to put into it like i want to go in the morning and like that's how i feel about real estate right like it's it's just such like a fun job you know like it's like you can make your own schedule you definitely need to hustle if you want to do well in it but you know like you can do things kind of on your terms how you would want to do it and ultimately you get to help people 
you know, make huge financial decisions, but like do it right. Yeah. And, you know, like help them achieve goals. And it just like it feels so nice. And it's and you have fun while you're doing it. Like you're doing something amazing for someone and you're enjoying the process. Like what more could you ask? for? Yeah, it's really awesome because you're helping people make such a big financial decision of their life. It's one of the biggest purchases people will ever make in their life. Or even if it's just leasing, like it's still important. People need to live somewhere. I think what you said and like just the word home, everybody mm-hmm. needs a home. Everybody has, I feel like having Every, a home is yeah. a basic human right. Yeah. and I But I also feel like having a house is different than having a home. Yeah, you know? totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. It, it's not even just the feeling or it's, it's a, combination of things i think a lot of people have different needs and wants and things like that and like you said home is different than having a house and not everyone will have the opportunity to, f- to feel that and i feel like as a realtor we'll be able to help determine what will be defined as a home for some people and it's awesome mm-hmm. yeah absolutely like there's you know like there's so much like love that goes into making that decision and so much like pride and joy i mean unless you're like you know buying a rental property like that kind of thing but i mean then that's going to become someone else's home hopefully so like what would you guys say would be like your kind of dream home so i've always for some reason been so gravitated towards a green living room with a huge bookshelf or um just bookshelf walls and a fireplace and then a dining room specifically with windows all around it so like 360 and something i've always dreamed of since i was a kid was like a tree or some sort of plants like greenery in the middle of the house and kind of like a little greenhouse in the center of it that goes all the way to the top through the house it's like a little donut house essentially yeah although i watched a horror movie that had that and like okay (laughs) yeah true so cool but this this horror movie they have one of those and it like it turned me off of actually wanting it for myself. But actually, I, love them. I like horror movies. What's the name? I'll watch it. Uh, it's When a Stranger Calls. Was it good? Yeah. Okay. I, I was don't... young though, so it might not be that scary. But I was terrified. I was like six. But what about you, Fatma? Okay, so for me, first thing comes to mind right off the bat is water. A house by the water, um, and I think that's like a little bit of the cancer in us. So by the water. Um, super traditional home i mean maybe a little bit modern but i don't crave that luxury feeling i crave like that feeling we were talking about going in and knowing i'm home like like super cozy cozy yes exactly that's exactly the word cozy and huge kitchen lots of lots of space to entertain have people over host them feed people bake cook for them um mm-hmm. and honestly we're just, gonna have our own bedroom of course. yeah exactly i'll have a bedroom for each guest that ever wants to come <laughs> over um but yeah just really cozy is uh, and by the water is the two main things that come to mind yeah for sure i love that um for me like i've actually been thinking about this a lot recently um because i'm like a either trying to be like hella successful or b win the lottery <laughs> why like, not both yeah like a ideally both but <laughs> um but i actually know like exactly where i want to live like i know the plot of land i want okay um up in the side roads like you know right by where i currently live actually but i uh i want to be like like in like the country but like still like close like you know kind of like this the like side roads area like i'm like 10 minutes from town but like i'm not in it Oh, like book road yeah something like that um 
but I want like a ranch style bungalow. Oh, I want I it to be it. fucking massive. <laughs> but like not like like not like absurd. Yeah. But like I want it to be pretty big. Like I want a lot of space, but like mama does not like stairs. Yeah. <laughs> um and like honestly, I think the house I want would be like a custom build. Uh I want to put like an in-law suite, but like almost like a duplex vibe where it has its own entrance. Yeah. Like, but just honestly, somewhere to stick my mother when she's like, right? Tell your guests to fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, go to your house. Like, go live in a different place attached to my building, please. (laughs) Um, I want to put a full bar in the basement with like taps. Nice. That's like super important to me. (laughs) Um, The server in you is gonna yeah yeah literally vibe the hell out. Like you'll have tons of hockey nights. Oh yeah, tons of hockey nights, and I really want like a big enough pond on my property that I could like take like a little paddle boat out oh on it. Oh my gosh. I've always wanted that. It is like a absolute must, must for me. So I mean like I don't think I'm gonna find a property with a giant pond on it, but like I'll put one in. You, you know? can make like, one. Yeah, why not? But, but yeah, I know exactly like I know where I want to live and I want to tear down the house that's there and put in my dream home. That's crazy. One when you get that done one day, you'll be driving by and you'll be thinking back like, I've always known you were the one. Literally, when I, like, when I secure like $5 million. To do this well, you podcast. will. That's the thing. That's the power of manifesting. You can I literally get so. whatever you want. I hope so. But yeah, I know like I honestly like I could design the interior right now. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe it'll change, but I mean, you guys have been to my place. I love the like eclectic vibe. Yep. I've got like, yes. that mirror wall. I've got like the pink velvet furniture, like the whole shebang. And, like, I want to stick with that on the inside, but, like, still, like, cozy and comfy. And then, like, dope sports bar in my basement. I have faith in your designs. (laughs) I honestly think you should, if you have any idea of what you want, why not start sketching it out now? Because that's another, like, you'll be able to manifest manifest it in that way. Knowing exactly what you want, you'll be able to draw it to you closer and sooner. I know. Like, that's, yeah, that's, like, the dream. Like, two years from now, but probably not. But, like... (laughs) Right? You know, like, if I could own a house by 25, like, you miss ma'am. <laughs> Girl, you will. What are you talking about? Yeah. You absolutely will. I mean, will. I'm sure yeah. I'll own a house. I don't think I'll own that house. You Baby know, steps, gotta, girl. That's your dream steps. home. We gotta, we gotta, like, The one you want to retire in. And then get there. I want to enjoy that shit when I'm young. Like, I want to be, like, 30 with, like, a full bar. Yeah, basement. retire young. I'm trying to retire by 30, girl. What are you oh talking about? Oh, my God. About? Girl, I get so you bored. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this is actually um, interesting to think of because... Being that we started working at a young age, what I always say to myself to keep myself going is that I started early and I want my years of living to be like from when I'm like 40. Like, to, like Good. I feel like I'm yeah. going to have a second life then where it's going to be like the fun, the yes. exciting, that retired life at a little yeah. bit of a younger age. But I think we deserve that because we did start very I young. Start working early in stop working early oh, exactly. right? like we, you start working at 14 i'm gonna stop working at like 34 give me, <laughs> i gave myself 20 years to stop working and you know oh what financial freedom is real and realistically we're probably not gonna stop working we're gonna just continue doing things that we love but yeah. that doesn't mean we're not gonna yeah like do i know things i'd get bored work. to death oh, yeah. work honestly yeah. like i haven't like you guys know i haven't been at like my primary job i've got multiple right now but I haven't been at my primary job in four days and I'm going crazy. Like, I'm so excited to go to work tomorrow because I've just been, like, doing nothing. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. her week was still crazy, though. Yeah, my like... week was crazy in, like, a social way. But, like, my days were nothing. <laughs> I was, like, Felt sitting in empty. bed with my cat. It was nice, but, like, I need work to, like, be motivated. 
So, like, I don't know if I could ever honestly even stop. Like, I think I would just, like, slow down and focus on just what I love doing. But, like, I need something on the go. Exactly. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's what we're going to get to. Um, We've we've already started exploring and already have so much knowledge on what we like and what we don't. So that by the time we're there, we're just focusing, like you said, on the things we love, enjoying life to the fullest. I mean, we still are now, but it'll just yeah. look a little different. Yeah, we're grinding yeah. it out while enjoying Be the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, a huge indicator that I feel this financial freedom coming. I mean, I'm still young and I still have 10 years until my ideal retirement <laughs> age. But I always told myself, I want to become financially free and start writing that book I always wanted to write. Yeah. And for years past, like maybe five years that I've been actively trying to write a book, I finally found my plot i have my outline essentially oh my god no spoilsy yeah (laughs) you guys listen we're gonna be on that cover yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i i'm like it's it's crazy to me because i always imagine myself writing a book and publishing it when i was already financially free but the fact that that process is already beginning for me gives me a lot of faith and hope and motivation so super excited anything is possible guys that is exciting think that's like the the moral of the story like stay motivated and you know just manifest what you want and you will get there you can achieve whatever you want to achieve if you just work your ass off and do it it 100 it's all about consistency hard work believing in yourself as cheesy as that sounds i feel like that is truly the recipe for success yeah absolutely honestly and also manifesting i feel like with the new age spiritual like trend that has been going on a lot of people have been overseeing the fact that they don't need all these crazy tools and i don't know everything that has been advertised people need to manifest when all you need is yourself and your thoughts you have to have faith and confidence in yourself to realize that what you truly want is kind of like a package in the mail that's coming you know it's coming you just don't know how big it is and you don't know when it's going to arrive but you have that faith that it's coming and that's sort of what the feeling of manifesting something feels like mm-hmm. and i feel like when you focus on what you truly want and you have that feeling towards it it's going to come to you no problem but you also have to remember you have to put in the work so you have to clear your porch make sure there's enough space because you don't know how fa- big the package is yeah exactly and i think we've we've had this conversation before between us like i've told you guys my mom <laughs> she's very like you know she's very like she just lets things come as they come right like she's not one to plan not want to get organized whatever it always drives me crazy that she has like no plan (laughs) and i'm like mom like how do you not do it and she's like i just manifest it she's like you know if i'm having a slow couple months and like i need some money or whatever (laughs) i want to buy something or like i want to like go on a trip or like i just feel like I want to like work she's like I just ask the universe for more business and it comes yeah I mean I'm totally right there with manifestation and for me it's just different because I manifest in the form of prayer I mean um when I pray I feel the most at peace feel like I get a chance to disconnect from the world and just talk to God and really share my thoughts uh, my hopes like everything that I'm going through and um I always do feel like that is just always setting me up for success because no matter what's happening kind of like your mom i'm just putting all my trust into god and i'm just like whatever is gonna be is meant to be it will be 
And I just got to trust the process. And I think we were talking about that before. Mm-hmm. Trust the process and know that it's going to be okay and good things will happen. Yeah. I think that's, uh, you know, like that's the main thing. It's like stay positive. Like, you know, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and like you will get there. Everything is going to work out how it's meant to work out. 100%. Absolutely. With the law of attraction too, I definitely think it's, very relevant like even just as a young at a young age i grew up reading and watching the movie the secret i don't know if you guys ever watched that my mom is literally obsessed with that. <laughs> yeah. i yeah. didn't understand it when i was a kid where it's like oh you put a lottery ticket you stare at it when you go to sleep but i don't know i'm like okay it makes sense realistically but you have to have um realistic wishes with the current situation in your life and you don't want to exceed what you feel like you can't handle if you know what i mean you want to be realistic with what you can handle in your current life and your current situation and just make sure it's something that will make you happy and feel safe and comfortable and you have to have good good intentions about it Mm -hmm. too i feel as well like um being realistic and not being greedy with your wants and not also just always thinking that what you you should get what you want sometimes you don't get the things you want because you're not able to handle them and they're not actually right for you so you have to also trust that process and know that as long as your intentions are pure with what your needs and what your wants are in life you are going to get there one way or another the road might look different than what you want it to look like but you will get there 100 percent. it's it's so interesting because i used to say this in another analogy as well it's true like if when you're trying to manifest something or you desire something you have to be a little self-aware in what you can handle like for instance Mm -hmm. you want a specific job um to be realistic with the job if it's something that's completely out of the industry you usually work for and out of your skill set you have to look at and evaluate your life and yourself and your skill set Will I be able to achieve this job? Even if I land an interview, will they actually hire me? Do I have the skill sets that are required to be able to handle this position? Even if I am hired, will I be happy? Will I be able to succeed? Even if you truly want this specific position, that's fine. You can get it. But you have to understand that maybe you need to put a little bit of work in, a little bit of initiative to get that going. Maybe you need to go back to school to be able to achieve your, you know, like your dream career or whatever. Like maybe you know you need to work on like certain skills or like you need to get experience elsewhere first like you know i think i think people think when you talk about like the law of attraction and manifestation that like it's a instant you know you instantly reap your rewards yeah the reward is never going to be instantaneous it's always a work in progress and people have to understand that they have to put in the background work they have to train for whatever it is they need they have to get the proper education and ultimately they have to make sure that they are being true to themselves understanding what they're wishing for and uh having the right intentions goes a long way Mm -hmm. yeah i think it always you know goes back to intentions and good karma and just like being a good person and good things will come to you i think that we can actually um even though this is so abrupt why don't we talk about something we all love which is our fur babies (laughs) Oh my god, I definitely think my fur baby's the cutest. Okay, <laughs> let's leave that up to the audience. 100%. We actually have a post up, and it's got all three pets, but it doesn't say whose pet is whose, so we'll let you decide, and we'll also let you know 
will uh, not let you know let you determine whose pet is the cutest i'll put it up on the screen here you guys can also leave it in the comments below it is definitely going to be mine um <laughs> okay sure. we'll, we'll also link our instagram for you guys um and our tiktok yeah and, and our tiktok our and facebook as well yeah so you can check us out on there and uh, thank you so much for tuning in listening watching wherever you are and hopefully uh hopefully you'll come back again next time <laughs> Hope, not hopefully they will for you sure you will come back or else you're coming back <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have lots of fun stories and interesting stuff and actually some pretty controversial topics perhaps and a lot of and then maybe some fun little guest speakers and oh, you know yeah. what oh like, for sure we will i mean i know this isn't you know the only we have thing a wait list about, but we are real estate agents, so we're going to give you some market update. Well, oh, yeah. Disclaimer, I'm not a real estate agent yet in like two months, but <laughs> these gals are. So yeah. uh, so come come check us out for anything uh, real estate update wise as well. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much again. Yeah, thanks so much for Thank listening, everybody. Yeah. All right, ciao. Bye-bye. Take bye. care.